Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. How to start fasting. You got to know this first. What is the right type for you? We're going to break it down right here. Five days into a fast, three days into a fast, first ever extended fast. I'm on like my hundredth plus. So you got both spectrums here to walk you through this perfect opportunity while we're in the middle of it, doing it with you. If doctors and nurses did the things that get people healthy with the people they're trying to get healthy, what would happen to healthcare? Totally different video, but thanks for tuning in. If you're wondering how to get started with it, I'm gonna give you the simple steps and the breakthrough way of going about fasting to know which tool, because they're tools, is right for you, and then how to execute it, what to watch out for, day five, day three. Welcome to the fasting club, extended fasting club. You've gone like a day or something before. I feel like the day was, the, but I will say the the day one is the hardest. So a, a one day fast is truly like at least a good hurdle, a so, good starting place for a lot of people. I, that was we, enough for me. But I thought I thought I couldn't do more. So it was more mental. I know you're hitting me up with like like I know you have tons of questions of like now that you're into this and you're like okay I want to ask all of these yeah. and you've been collecting them from our people. Yeah. But to flip it really quick on someone like you've never done this before, you're the doctor's wife, right? And the reason being is like, and okay, I get very for, hangry. Yeah, for your body type, being hangry, you're not going much past the day because you're just like, I just, my body says, you know, don't go there. But you're like, okay, I understood the research, which we'll go over in a second. Right. What, why? Like, what, so why make that choice, first off? Why did I choose? Yeah. Um, because of your research. <laughs> That's the only reason. You why. just start to realize, like, like this fasting, uh, excuse me, disease is harder than fasting. Yeah, for sure. Disease is harder than going without food health tastes better than food. And that's the point you're just like, you know what, I have to I have to do this for a bit because when you get to three days, I'm gonna show you the autophagy, the cleanup that starts to happen. Now, first time like initial response, what, what are you feeling, what are you going through? Like I mean, the first day was my hardest. This is not where you should start. I'm gonna walk you through easy step-by-step <laughs> in just a moment. This you should not do what she did. <laughs> first day was the hardest because I have those natural habits and rhythms of food and I have kids that I cook for and whatnot. So getting through that first day where I was hungry, but I chose not to eat, that was the hardest. But after that, you almost get into this, you realize, you almost start to think about food differently. So I've, it's been going great after that first day. This is the thing, if you fasted, comment below, your relationship with food changes. This is all about altering your relationship with food. There are weight loss benefits, believe me, I'm pushing 10 pounds right now, weight loss. And there's energy benefits, there's autophagy, but the changing your relationship with food is a massive benefit. Huge. That's been the best part for me so far. Knowing, mentally, I just keep thinking about the research and what it's doing inside that you don't ever really get to know or see oftentimes. Um, but the mental game for the food and the um, obsession with food or the habits with food, that's been really good. Yep. So it is realizing the moments when you are emotionally eating, emotionally tied, and so much of our day wrapped around these pockets of food overeating or aimless eating. You don't even know why you're eating sometimes. Let's break this down step-by-step. Step. Very simple. If you've never ventured into it, the word fasting, you're like, I can't even believe I'm watching this video right now. I'm going to walk you through step-by-step step of what I believe unlocks the ability to use fasting and be a perfect on-ramp 
versus what a lot of people teach out there, just jumping into something. And I think it'll kind of speak to your journey of how you've gotten all the way to an extended fast, but I'll take you through it. So I'm going to pass it back over and I'll be the well, my, so interviewee. I think the first thing that I wanted to know was yep. like, in a, in a very quick sum up, like what is fasting? Because there are so many people think fasting and they think like only water or they think it's biblical only, or they think like, well, what's wrong with your health? So like, I guess like in a simple, like what would you consider fasting to be? Well, I'm going to cover eight different types today. Awesome. You probably didn't even know there's eight different <laughs> types. Okay. A true like definition Webster's, you got to get beyond a day or two. Okay. And that's when you're like in that true fast. But for your nice terminology, so we can talk about this, we're including everything from three hours, you know, like the, the, the length of time you've gone your entire life without eating and up to, you know, people pushing 30 plus days. Now, I'm not condoning any of that. I've never done that. The longest I've ever gone is straight water fast 14 days. Um, and that was back when I was doing a full protocol and learning all this stuff in doctorate school. Uh, but now this current moment, I'm going seven and I, I will show you how often I do that. And that might not be for everybody. Okay. But I want to talk to you about the baseline stuff because the benefits kick in real fast when you start doing this. So let's dive in. All right. So here's where you start. Okay. This is called rotational fasting. It's unlike probably anything you've heard before. If you've been around me, you've heard me talk about it. We lead thousands of people through this literally right now. Hundreds of people are participating in this, these steps somewhere within this range of eight steps. Okay. That's what I have it at right now. I'm continuing to beat this thing up because I think the way I'll lay it out for you today, it starts to make sense of, oh, I can do this. Okay. Because of the broad need of the word fasting that I've done. Step number one, you ready for this? We just talked about processed food. We just talked about the standard American diet. We just talked about the snack cupboard. The first fast is the snacking fast. <laughs> Stop snacking. That's step one. Okay. What does that mean? Three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, get in the rhythm, get in the rhythm, get in the rhythm, not right. That's how we're eating. Just constant. Yeah. So snacking fast. Well, I didn't know that was fasting. Dr. Livinger. This is nice. I can do that. Just three solid, healthy meals a day. That's step number one. That's where you start. Why? If I throw you into a three-day fast, yes, of course, you're going to, it's like torture, right? And, and you're not ready for it, nor should you be. And then when you're done fasting, guess what you do? You go right back to the snack cupboard. Right. That's the problem with a lot of the, the protocols out there. You can get some results, but if you go right back to diet soda or like some of the blogs I read about, like my journey through fasting, you're like, what they ate during it or what they drank during it. And I was like, you can't, that's not. It's all about building health. That's step one. Step two, then we go with food group fasting. Okay. Sugar fast. Yeah. How about that? A lot of you have attempted that or are on that right now. So now you're at three meals a day. Now we're looking at what are you eating at those three meals? And we're going to cut those carbohydrates out. We're going to cut those processed sugars out. That's literally when I got initially hired an insulin specialist to walk me through some of this stuff. This is the expanded, like Dr. Living Good simplified version of what we were going through. I'm like, can we go a little faster? I'm like, he's like, no, you, you have to make this a lifestyle and you want to understand these tools of how to do this and you want to reset your relationship with food. Yeah. So here we are, we're, we're not snacking. We're doing three meals a day. Then we start doing food group fasts. And I'm going to speak more to this at the end okay. because there are two other ones, aren't they? You could cut a lot of protein. You could cut a, a lot of fat, right? You could alter vegetarian, carnivore, right? There's... 
Yeah. See what I'm saying? That's all those diets are. It's just food group fasting. So we're gonna come back to that one, but for the sake of it, sugar, a sugar fast. Okay. okay, so that's in my book. You can grab a copy of that below. Very simple. It will walk you through a sugar fast, how to do it. So we've got to nail that down. You can go deeper in that video to understand how to do it. Number three, now we get to the one everyone knows. IF, intermittent fasting. What does this mean? We've cut the snacking. We're doing three times a day, okay? We are then cutting out the specific food group of sugars to stop feeding cancer cells in our body, reverse metabolic disease, okay? Now we take one of those away or we make one of them smaller. I would recommend first, you just half size breakfast lunch, dinner. Then maybe you half size breakfast, half size lunch, normal dinner. Then, I feel like it's like the cups on the table, right? <laughs> then drop breakfast. Now you're into a true intermittent fast because you're going to eat lunch at noon. You're going to eat dinner at six, and then you're not going to eat again until lunch the next day. You are getting 14, 16, 18 hour windows of not eating. That might be a big step for a lot of you. But if you stay there long-term, you won't break through. You won't get that last 10 pounds off. You won't break through and really start to make a dent in the hormonal problems that have caused you to put on 80 pounds and the, right, the insulin impact because your body starts to get used to that. Because right. that's still not that challenge. It's just like working out what we're doing here, right? You got to get up out of your chair. You got to start walking. Then you got to start doing some calisthenics. Then you got like, you're just yeah. building it up. Okay. So now we're at intermittent fasting. Now you can play with that. Okay. And a lot of people stay there for a while, weeks to months, mm -hmm. because you could start to go no breakfast, uh, lunch, dinner, or you can start to squash down lunch and dinner. Maybe you're like, I'm going lunch at 12. I'm going dinner at four. Well, now you just took a couple more. You did a 20 hour fast every single day, but that's intermittent. Okay. Now we go one more level up. Ready? So now we're at step five. Step five is OMAD. One meal a day, 23 hours of fasting, one delicious, healthy, full of nutrients meal. Looking for 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 calories in one meal. Might be a lot for some of you to eat. Depends on what you're eating. Not all calories are the same. 100 calories of carbohydrates and bread is not the same as 100 calories of healthy avocado. Get the, see what I mean? They're not, they're not the same. They burn completely different in your body. So we wanna pick healthy ones there. But that's OMAD, one meal a day. So you're going a 23 hour period. So maybe you're only eating at six o'clock at night and then you're going the next day all the way to the next period. You could choose it to be breakfast. You could choose it to be lunch, but you see how we're just ratcheting up. You are slowly training your body to get into metabolic shape. This is called the metabolism reset, also known as rotational fasting. Now, the next step up. So if you stay at OMAD long-term, yeah. you could be stressing the system a bit. Like if you're just eating one meal a day, rest of your life. No, the Romans, this is what they did. It was gluttonous to eat more than once a day. They looked down on it. That started to shift as more and more things got around food. And then in Europe, it started to go, you know, this is hundreds of years ago, to two meals a day. And then now we have the, the what are we on, Native, six now? How many, American. how many do we have? <laughs> it doesn't end until midnight. But that has been driven by big food. So one meal a day is something you work towards. I would just jump straight to that more than likely. And if you've got a lot of cortisol already, you're gonna stress the system a little bit during the day. So you have to understand how this is doing with your energy. However, this is a tool I might pick up and use for several weeks Yeah. just to put yourself through it. Why? Because you've, you've, you've overdone the food and the snacking so far one direction. This gives you a, a time period to undo all of that. And that's why you also keep going further. So then you kind of made it up to this. You've been there, right? 
And then, then you went to step five. And step five was a full day fast. You've done this before, especially around my dad's period of time of like, he's just in it, knee deep in all the sacrifice he has to make, all the bland food he has to eat. And I mean, we got very, very intense very quickly there. You joined him for that. But since then, there hasn't been a big drive of like, there's not a big chronic disease. Uh, there's not a big, you know. Yeah. And it was baby after baby and nursing after nursing. <laughs> there was always an excuse And then there is those living events, <laughs> always requiring food. <laughs> So this is where we go one full day fast, okay? And that might be your, your next step. This is step five, right? We're leveling out, we eliminated snacking, okay? We leveled out our meals and we eliminated the carbohydrates. We fasted from sugar at least, okay? Then we started maybe intermittent by dropping one of those meals. Then we dropped two of them with OMAD. Now we're, see how we're building? Now we're a full day fast. There's two different types of full days fast. There's water. God bless those people. They just, they, I've done it. I did it for 14 days straight. That was the younger Dr. Living Good, okay? Anymore, I'm like, this is before I drank coffee. I went through that doctorate is, school without coffee. That what is before you had anyone around you too. Like you well, didn't have I was a, like, a student. It's true. So we're dating long distance. She's in Iowa. I'm in Georgia getting my doctorate. You can doctorate, pull up in your room and, and just like, watch shows. For literally, I have nothing else to do, but I have a ton of tests and water. My water. <laughs> but anymore, I'm like, ah, I just... Not as much of the water fast. Hardcore people in the fasting realm will say it's only got to be water, right? Research shows out of USC, 200 calories or lower in a day. And they still saw the resetting effect to the immune system. So I'm like, that's good enough for me, USC. <laughs> so I do dirty fasting. I like a little dirty, okay? So the dirty fasting allows you to drink things. So we brought some of them out here. So we got tea, right? We got our coffee. My coffee is organic, no processed um you know, pesticides, we tested this thing so much. Herbicides, pesticides, um, glutens, molds, all of it. So it's organic. And then we added Moringa to it too, which will give you extra antioxidant support. Very important when you are fasting. We got bone broth. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, the first day I did a lot more teas because I can't do more than one cup of coffee typically. One or two is my max. Mm -hmm. So then I went on to a lot of teas to help me keep a lot of stuff in me. Um, bone broth. That's a brand we like. Doesn't have to be specific. Difference between this and your classic broth is that it's actually steeped for 18 to 24 hours, which pulls the collagen out of the bone as opposed to just the broth layer of it. So we want that collagen. We want those extra nutrients in there. 19 grams of protein per container that you're getting there. So Some of those plain broths get expensive, but you can make your own simply. Absolutely. There's a recipe on drlivinga.com for that. Extra sea salt, okay? I'm gonna talk about this in a minute, but you'll wanna be using a little bit of sea salt. I put the collagen in my coffee. Amino acids are crazy important. Getting extra amino acids in makes a huge impact on your cortisol levels, makes a huge impact on your hormone production. Testosterone and HGH go up during this time, so I'd love to get collagen in. And then my body's in repair mode. What is it used to repair? Collagen. So I love putting the collagen in. And this is sweetened with monk fruit, so it keeps that insulin level down, so you're not spiking it. It's dirty, right? Some people say, Dude, I can't use any of that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, well, have fun, you know? But this still gets me the results, right? Greens. And, and you, for the most part, when you do fast, especially if you're doing like a shorter one, one to three, you do typically eliminate a lot of this kind of stuff and you'll go as you'll go as clean. There's like, times when I've done it. You need to go there. You need to kind of try all of this. For right? my first one, I am choosing to eliminate powders purely because it's my first time doing a long one. So I wanted to give my body every. First one I did, it was like, but 
or, or, well, or, some people are uh, opposite. They need this to survive a three day their first time. So. Recent ones, I've like, I cut coffee. I cut, it's like only water. Yeah. Or, like I've been there and done that. You got to find what, which one gets you the best results. And I think it's just a good thing to cut everything. Yeah. It's not Some bad, often, but yeah. I'm just saying like, if you're just starting off, which is the reason you're watching this video to get you all the way to that point, you might need some helpful tools. Right. So green juice, if it's green, it's got a very low carbohydrate, very low calorie. Okay. Can't spike insulin levels. That's key. So no fruits and. Um, Cause someone's like, can I just blend strawberries and drink that? I'm like, well, now you're eating the fiber and you're actually eating the food as opposed to juicing just different. vegetables too like you wouldn't yeah. want to add because remember usc that's where there were 200 calories or less the whole day that's what got those people to that point so like i could put this in i could put this in i'm still under my calorie count electrolytes huge need extra electrolytes in so i highly encourage getting an electrolyte powder or using uh using sea salt extra in your water we need to figure out how to get electrolytes in you're going to get cold you're going to potentially get crampy you're going to potentially get crabby if you don't have extra electrolytes and because of the role that magnesium and sodium and potassium play inside of your body, it's very important, in my opinion, while you are fasting to put that stuff in. So that's dirty, right? Sparkling waters also included. That's a one day fast. Then we move on to step number six. And this is what it gets fun. Okay. These are cleanses. Okay. So step six is doing an actual cleanse, which means in one day, you hardly have enough time to get all the food that you previously ate the, the day before out of your system. And then it, you, like you're still just processing food. You haven't really cleansed the whole system to truly give the liver, the kidneys, the digestive system a complete break. So here's two of my favorite cleanses. And I put these links up there for you so you can guide yourself through these. And I've done these so many times. People love these. And they're a little bit more friendly as opposed to just straight up water fast. So cleanse number one is a three-day green juice fast. You could use the greens powder. We have multiple flavors of this at Living Good Daily. You can get your own. There's brands like Suja that do a great job. You're looking for like 10 grams of carbs or less per serving. That's gonna be one that doesn't taste that good. That's why you might need this to make it taste better. But it needs to be very low carbohydrate, very low sugar, green juice. You can also juice your own. Right. It's expensive in today's environment, but cucumbers are really good to get a lot more juice out of it. Celery is good. We do green apples. We do make sure they're green, not red. Uh, you can juice, you know, spinach, kale, broccoli, all of those. You just don't get as much juice out of them. And you did a ton of this. We used to do so much juicing, but it ends up being, you know, starts to get more costly. So that's why I've created this to help drive water into the cells. Juice cleanse, three days, okay? Shows you how to do it on the, uh, on the guide. That guide is included below. So free guide for you. You can walk through and get that. The second one is a collagen cleanse. So the juice cleanse detoxing, I've had a run of, of sicknesses. I've had a run of toxic food. I've been on vacation. I overate crazy. It's right after the holidays, January 1st. Uh, I did medical testing. I like any kind of known toxic exposure, I'm going for this cleanse, okay? Repair, I need to repair. I, I came out of a surgery. Uh, I have a digestive distress. Um, I, you know, I'm just, my whole digestive system is just hurting. I'm bloated. Uh, I, I have an autoimmune condition, collagen cleanse. What does that mean? You're doing collagen loading to load it back up into the system. Three days worth of a bunch of smoothies is what that looks like. That guide is below for you. Now with the greens one specifically, not so much with the collagen, you can add in one extra wrinkle as a bonus to get extra flushing. And that is by doing a morning flush. <laughs> you use either sea salt water or prune juice for this, okay? So this is, again, we're like on stage six. If you're just starting off, 
Can you see though how you build up to this stuff? In the mornings though, what we would do is we would take our sea salt and I would do a typically a teaspoon or two, okay? And the more salt that you get, the better it is. And then it's just like lukewarm water, 20 to 32 ounces of it, depending on your size. This is in the guide and you just chug it. And salt water, when it goes in like that, it comes out the same way, pretty much. So that is a flush of scrubbing the inside of the digestive system. If it does not come out, you absorb most of it. That's how deficient you were in electrolytes. That's how much your body needed. So it's very important to use high quality sea salt when you do this flush. Or you could just do 20 ounces of prune juice. Adds a little extra cleansing in there. Again, it's all in the guide. So there's your steps of these cleanses, or you could just go liquids. Okay, there's nothing wrong with just talking about the dirty fasting that we did on the one day and continuing it for three days. That's what you just did or doing, or just straight up water. Does that make sense? Yeah, the guides help too. Yes, the guides are there. I'm just showing you all these as tools of where to get going and which one's right for you. So these are using big time as response tools, okay? The ultimate response, right, is going to be number seven, which is an extended fast. So this is what I'm in the middle of day five. I typically am going somewhere between three and seven. I may be doing one or two of these a year. Okay. And some of you might not ever get to that seven day. It's totally okay. However, research is pointing to as when you start to look at cancer as a metabolic disease, that a one week fast of just liquids once a year would prevent 97% of new cancer cases. Going three days is going to still make a huge difference, (laughs) right? But I'm in the middle of that one. And like I said, maybe only once a year, maybe not for everybody. If you are, you know, the adrenals are stressed or you, you do have a weakness in the system or is it, like you might not go that long. However, you'd be surprised what your body can do. Yeah. When people start going, and there's one gentleman that went over one year, he just had a lot of extra fat on the body and he lost like 130 pounds, but he didn't eat. Like you start seeing that stuff and you're like, wow, I can do a few days. <laughs> what we want to tap into is accessing some of that, right? You're walking around with all this excess energy and you can't tap into it. Yeah. So extended fasting, very powerful for specifics resetting the metabolism. I think this is very important. If you truly want to metabolically reset what's going on in the inside of your body, our advanced metabolism reset protocol is this advanced rotational fasting that we get into. So that's number seven that we've led all the way up to being on day five. So you can work your way to a three day. You can work your way beyond that if you want. And then it goes to step number eight. Final step is more than we circle back around to food group fasting. So you get, let's say you, you want to start out. Okay, I've given you the steps here. And you are going to eliminate snacking. That's step one, Dr. Living Good. I'm going to stay there for a couple of weeks. Then I'm going to move into my first sugar fast or my 47th sugar fast. And we're going to eliminate that food group. Okay. Then you're going to work towards intermittent fasting where you're going to start to eliminate breakfast and just focus on lunch and dinner being healthy foods, no snacking with the carbohydrates cut up. Then you might go all the way to OMAD and get a little fancy, maybe you try that for a week. We do these in the challenges. We challenge people to do it for a week or two, or maybe you do it a month. You see what I mean? The time can vary. Then we're gonna hit the body differently again, and we're gonna go to a full day fast. I'm trying to go full day. I'm just gonna eat some or drink some of these liquids, not eating anything. Maybe you get into a full day and you're like, you know what? I wanna extend it two days, three days. You go all the way out with just liquids. Or you try one of the three day fasts in the guides below. See the process here? Then maybe at some point you you get, all right, I got this dialed in. I'm used to this. That right there could take months and months and months. But you're rotating in 
new eating ways. Mm -hmm. And then you could just flip that on its head and start coming back down. Like you just did a three day fast. Now maybe next week you go back into OMAD. And then you start to add back in, you know, a couple weeks after that, you start adding back in lunch and you go back to intermittent fasting and you work your way all the way back down to just three meals a day, no snacking and eating properly. I've reestablished my relationship with food and my metabolism's reset. Do you, is this making sense to you? Don't go all the way back to your old habits. Yeah, then don't go, don't reverse all the way. You see what I mean? You're up the ladder, down the ladder. That's rotational. Yeah. And then you settle into something that's doable for you. I don't know which level is the one that you want to settle in. Maybe OMAD is like, you do great on it. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's intermittent. Maybe it's just three, three healthy meals a day. Because you've undone all the damage you've done before this point, now you can settle back into that. But then if the symptoms aren't gone, if the diagnosis isn't gone, if the, if the problem you're facing, the medications, you're still on them, that's not all cleared up. Now you go into food group fasting. And that's the common diets you know today. Yeah. What if you just viewed them as fasting? I'm going to fast from inflammatory foods. Yeah. That's an inflammatory diet. Maybe you do that for 30 days. Yeah. Maybe you should try that. And this is what we help people in our groups do all the time. Maybe you only want to eat meat and you're going to fast from vegetables and fruits and carbohydrates. Called carnivore diet. We're just fasting from food groups. Maybe you want to try FODMAPs. FODMAPs, I hate that word. <laughs> Where you're fasting from starches, complex starches, simple starches, you're getting those out of your system. And so carnivore would be like the ultimate version of that, but you're cutting out a lot. You're just fasting from food groups. Yeah. Or maybe you want to fast from meat. Be a vegetarian for a while. They're all just fasting tools. Yeah. That's all we're talking about here for a period of time. Here's the key. I believe if you skip some of the steps between one and eight, you don't know what to reset to. Yeah. You could start today and completely fast from meat, but then... You'll just jump from one thing to the other. Yeah, you're just, tr you're trying to go all the way there. I'm like, let's reset the system a little bit. Let's reestablish our relationship with food. And then once you go through a fast or one day fast or three day fast, all that stuff doesn't seem that hard. You're like, oh, well, I just, I can eat still? Whew, okay, good. And, but I just can't eat that. Okay, perfect, I'll figure it, right? <laughs> but these are the tools. And this is why I laid out this way is because you start with just that snacking side of it. You start with your food group Sugar first, sugar fasting. Then you maybe do a little bit intermittent. Then we can start to get advanced. I recommend it takes people three months to get through steps one, two, and three. Then we start to go more advanced. Now you could throw in every four weeks a one day fast in the middle of that. And then we eventually work our way towards anti-inflammatory. Uh, maybe, maybe carnivore is right. Maybe anti-inflammatory is right. Maybe FODMAPs is right. Maybe vegetarian is right. Depending on conditions, they work for a lot of people and they don't work for other people. Right. If you had FODMAPs problems, then vegetarian's not gonna be your friend because eating a ton of vegetables and eating a ton of starches is actually gonna set you back even further because you have an overgrowth of bacteria in your gut. That's, so there's the advanced side of it. We just worked all the way up there. Do you like this? Is this landing? I was so excited to lay this out. It finally just clicked. I'm like, this is what I'm, this is how to lay it out really easily. And then how do you break a fast is the last part of it. How do you come off of that? Soft foods, smoothies, soups, soft foods, easy to digest. At that moment, I would increase digestive enzymes, which are in the greens. They're in my GI support. If you have gallbladder issues, I would be taking my GI support during it to support the gallbladder with ox bile and digestive enzymes and, and uh, other repairers of the gut. You can still take all of your supplements while you're doing fasting and use those on a regular basis, no problems there. If you're on a medication, you're gonna to have to figure out how you can maybe drink something or maybe eat a fruit to get your medication in. Right. Talk to your pharmacist about that one. 
But there it is. If you are a beginner to fasting, steps all the way up through, your guides are below. And if you want to know, okay, let's go deeper into like the drinks because that's your menu. This is the easiest menu you're ever going to have. You don't have to worry about making meals. You don't have to worry about making recipes. What can I drink during it? 15 fasting drinks with amazing benefits in this video right here. Check this one out. Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.